Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth podcast. This podcast is about sharing strategies and ideas to help business owners build, protect, and transition their businesses for the future while creating more balance in their life. Your host is Thomas J. Perone, CLUCIC, and president of the New England Consulting Group of Guilford Incorporated, consulting business owners for over 50 years. Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Hi, I'm Tom Perone, and I'm your host. And this podcast is all about learning strategies to build your business, to create greater profit, but to create also an abundance of leisure time so you can enjoy what you're building. Today, we have a wonderful guest, and I would like to introduce to you Al Canoso, welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth podcast. Al, thank you for coming on. Tom, I, I want to thank you for thinking of me, and it, I consider it an honor for you to ask me to participate with you in your quest to help businesses, business people uh, hold on to the value of all their hard work they've done over the years. And I've known you, other people, other business people who have used you and have been very complimentary in regards to the services that you have given them. Well, thank so you. I really, really think it's an honor for you to ask me to be uh, on your show. Well, again, thank you. I, I, I was excited about having you this week because I know your background very well. And I, I know enough about you to be dangerous and probably bribe you, but I'm going to tell the audience a little bit more about you. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, Al. Uh, Al Canoso is the Managing Director of Mosaic Printing, Signage, and Marketing Services in Brantford. And I know it well because we use Al for our marketing. It's a full-service marketing and brand recognition agency offering digital media services, graphics design, strategic business planning services for their clients. Uh, it's been uh, servicing businesses in this community for more than 20 years, and they do a good job, and they do value their clients. I can attest to that. Um, Al, you have quite a background, and uh, as I go over that, people are going to recognize this is a person that has an awful lot of experience in business. Al was a CEO and director of Raytech Corporation, which is in the um, was actually in the New York Stock Exchange, international leader in vehicle power transmissions, uh, and he was there for many years. Did a great job, uh, and then of course when he, I think he re he said he was going to retire. I don't know. It doesn't look like that because he leaves his house every morning before eight o'clock. Um, uh, one thing that people may know of Al is Al is involved with so many charities. He gives a lot of community time back. And now we're going to talk about that because you, you are in a board of directors at uh, Ladder Creek. Uh, you're in co-chairman of, of Shoreline Chamber, vice chair of BH Care Foundation, chair of board of directors of Orchard House, and you've got many past positions. So one of the things that's interesting about uh, Al is that he not only runs a great business, but he finds time. And now we want to talk about that because I think in every business leader's life, they have to give back and you certainly have. So 
Al, I did enough talking. I want to ask you some questions. And again, you know, this is all about you helping other business owners with strategies that you've been using that could help them. So the one thing I did want to ask you is how did you get started in this profession? Okay. Well, uh, I had basically, as you indicated a few minutes ago, going through a brief overview of my background, I had two basic careers, uh, one in the corporate world, uh, which was with Raytech, as you mentioned, as a publicly traded company. Uh, we had operations all over the world. Uh, I opened up a business in China, uh, one of an early in the early days of business of American businesses going over to China. Uh, we were in the uh, automotive, and uh, let's say we we're in the vehicular market segment because we sold both to the automotive on highway and off highway, like construction vehicles. Give you an idea, our customers were uh, Caterpillar, uh, Deer, Ford, Chrysler, General Motors, Mercedes, BMW. Those were the type of clients that we had. We were a tier one supplier. We sold directly to these people, directly to these companies. So it's very competitive, very price uh, conscious uh, group of clients. And uh, I want to mention one thing. During, we had price reductions in our contracts with these people. In any case, even with the price reductions, we had a compound annual growth rate in earnings. This is bottom line earnings. And I want to talk as pre-tax, not net, because taxes, uh, you could do a lot of things creatively in the tax area. So on the pre-tax line, we grew the pre-tax 17% a year, compound annual growth rate for 13 years straight. Wow. wow. And we were in a business that had price concessions built into our contracts with our clients. And uh, one of the things you're going to hear me talk about sometime in this presentation is how important technology is. And how we did that is through technology. We're always looking for the latest technology in the manufacturing process to be cost efficient. And that's how we were able to uh, accomplish that. Is that so I worked? Uh, I'm sorry. Was that why you, when you you retired, that you went towards the marketing and the technology part of it? Yeah. When I when I was uh, president CEO of uh, Raytech back in '93, I said I want to set myself up so when I retire, I have something to do. So I made an investment in a printing company back in 1993, but I was working at uh, Raytech full time. So I didn't manage the business back then. I had someone run the business. And in 2004, I retired from Raytech 
after working there 25 years. And I never really retired. I was involved as, in all these different businesses, as you mentioned earlier, on the boards of different companies and involved in nonprofits. So I was very busy for four years working out of the house, doing all these things. However, I missed uh, working that contact with people. I missed that, you know. And I did have this business that I invested in in 93 with the idea that when I retired, I was going to have something to do. So in 08, in the worst economic environment that most of us have ever seen, I decided to get involved with the uh, marketing side of the printing business I purchased in 1993, almost 20 years ago. And, um, <clears throat> and that's what got me going in this business that I have currently that's called Mosaic Marketing, Printing, and Signage. Uh, when I first got involved in the printing business in 08, we were growing at double digit growth in sales volume in the worst economic environment that I have ever seen. Uh, that was the big downturn in 08. So even with the downturn in 08, we were developing and growing the business. And I always put I always put the customers first. Customers were always my. I said these are the people I work for, and we're gonna. They come first in everything that we do. So. Yeah, and I I've experienced that because you do go out of your way. You're the easiest guy to work with, and um, I you know that's the question I had. I know that you have a set of principles that we've talked about. And they've seemed to guide you. Can you explain those guiding principles that you talk about all the time? Yeah. Well, back a few years, when I was working at Raytech, uh, first of all, the business, the business environment in a in a public company is so different in regards to the way you manage the business it versus a private company. And not only that, the size of the company makes a big difference because you don't have the human resources in a private company, in a small private company that you would have in a large company. Uh, so you, you, you're missing those human resources. Uh, so one of the things we, uh, we did, we always had strategy meetings and I started thinking about what makes us, uh, from an overall point of view, what makes us successful? What are the key ingredients of being a successful business or success even in your own personal life? Uh, so I thought about it for a while and I came up with uh, five, what I call guiding principles of success. And I had these principles on a plaque hanging in my office at Raytech. And now they're hanging in my office at Mosaic. Uh, and basically they go something like this. First of all, the very first one is the secret 
of success is consistency of purpose. So never lose sight of, you know, why we're here, what we're doing, either in our personal life or in our business life, and be consistent with your vision of where you're going with your business or with your personal life. So consistency of purpose was a key for me. The other thing is I always had something in mind that I wanted to do. So the second item is begin with the end in mind. Know the end point before you even start. It's very simple. If we're going to go to California, we're going to get in the car and not know how to get there. We got to have a game plan. So the end point is where I'm going to drive to San Diego. So I got a map in front of me so I know how I'm going to get there. So the second point is begin with the end in mind. Know what you want to do and then do it. The third thing that I always kept in mind was don't be afraid to fail. No matter how good you are, we're going to fail. Uh, hopefully we don't have, hopefully we have more wins than failures. Yeah, that's the, that's the key to success. And that's the thing that uh, wags the torpedo towards the goal is the failure. So fortunately, people should pay attention to other failures so they don't have to do it themselves all the time, you know? Right, yeah. That, that's a key, right? Yeah, it is. So what I say with this is don't be afraid to fail. When you do, pick yourself up and start over again with even greater resolve than you had prior to the failure. Start over again with greater resolve and continue on your consistent path. Now, that was uh, one that was key to me. Uh, the other thing is you got to, some people, when they fail, it gets overwhelming. You start worrying, oh, maybe I'm not as good as I think I am. Uh, maybe I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing because I failed. So what you got to do is walk past it because failure was yesterday. Tomorrow is ours to win and gain. So you got to walk past failure. You can't change what happened in the past. The only thing we could change is the future or tomorrow and keep going forward. Be consistent in your approach. Know the end game and keep moving forward. Uh, that's another one that I, that's my fourth uh, principle. And the final one is to catch the vision of greatness. And this gets back to the technology I mentioned earlier. So what you want to do is try to develop an ability to see things how they might be, not how they are today. Now, there's a business associate that I know. I'll give you an example of this. You know how we 
I'm not going to mention this person's name or anything, but you know how we all go for uh, MRIs. Correct. You know how big those machines are. That's correct. Yeah. Scary. Scary. They're gigantic. So this guy developed a handheld MRI that connects to your phone. Think about, and it's been accepted in the medical profession. This is what I mean about think about, you got to think about things not as they are today. There's this MRI over there, but how can that be made better? It works beautiful right now. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. So yeah. this guy came up with a, a, an MRI that does exactly this, uh, a machine does exactly the same thing as a gigantic MRI machine, but it could be held in the palm of your hand. And when I was with Ray Tech, when we had, we had R&D meetings, as R&D was very important to us. And I used to start the meetings off once in a while with something like this, a story. But I had a story I, I like a lot, and it had to do with what something like this. I said, how would... How would you like it if I told you I have a gizmo here? I'm not going to tell you what it is yet, but it's going to require you to throw all your albums away that you have, that you listen to music. Let's say you have a full library of Frank Sinatra. You're going to throw all that out. You're going to throw the record player out going to throw all that out and I'm going to give you the same exact music Frank Sinatra music that you were listening to but it's going to be called now this is even getting obsolete but it's going to be called a CD now do you think yeah. that you would ever do something like this <laughs> I said this is the what I'm talking about when you you want to see don't accept things as they are today. Think about how they could be enhanced. And it's and we're not changing the world here, but we're changing how things are being delivered. And that's the uh, fifth principle that I've followed well, for many years. So. Well, you know, I'm laughing because we are old enough to know Dick Tracy and the watch, right, Al? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of the people listening have no idea what I just said, but at one time back in the 30s and 40s and 50s, the character talked to somebody and there was an image on a watch. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Al, um, and, and I know you live by those principles because I've, I've known you long enough to see you working as a business person and a human being, and you do have principles. But here's some. Um, so, Al, why do you think... You've been successful, but why do you what what do you think and why do you think some people are successful and others struggle? Well, I think uh, I think it gets back to being consistent. You know, if don't get discouraged. And a lot of people get discouraged and uh, they're going down a path, it's not working out. They say, oh, I, I was going to be a dentist. I'm not going to be a dentist. I'm going to be a, an auto mechanic now. And they go that path. And I don't like being an auto mechanic. I'm going to try being an accountant. And they're all over their place. They're not consistent. 
with their path. And so they never really give themselves a chance to, to be an expert in a certain area. And uh, so, they're, so they're destined not to really su succeed as you would if you were an expert in a certain area. Yeah. Uh, so I think consistency is important. And the other thing is don't try to control things that you can't control. Correct. A lot of people, they get all wrapped up into, it could be, I don't know what, it could be political, it could be religious or all different things. And uh, they may get too wrapped up in it and they really can't control those things. And uh, so they dedicate a large part of their time. You know, we only have so many hours in a day. We, we dedicate time to something we cannot fix. Uh, so that's another reason, in my opinion, is people get distracted and they, from their real path they should be following and they just never get there. Yeah, and there's a, there's a point that people have to understand, especially if you're entrepreneurial, that um, you, you will fail different times, but you'll find different ways of getting the bottom line and your vision done. So it's really about stick to and staying with it. Um, Al, in your business, uh, what are some of the things that you, in your business, get concerned with for the future? Well, I keep talking about these, uh, it gets back to these, these key words I have in these principles. One of them is technology. And, um, I see that technology in our business has changed dramatically in a very short period of time. Uh, just from the printing side, we went from uh, offset printing to digital printing. That happened within the last, I would say, 20 years. And when we first got into digital printing, it wasn't perfected, uh, but now it is perfected. So you got to keep up with technology. Uh, and so that's uh, a key, in my opinion. And it was a key when I was with Raytech. I, and I went over that a few minutes ago. So staying up with technology and keeping your mind's eye open to what's changing out there is very important. So that to me is key. Uh, we got into various, we're, we're now into digital signage for interior applications. So this is a pretty new technology and we're, we're using the flat panel screens and we could, if you had a message, if you, if you were at a doctor's office as an example, in a waiting room, so we can have a flat panel in there and we monitor that panel right here from Mosaic. So we could change whatever message is up on that panel from here. So while you're sitting there waiting to see the doctor, let's say you're at an orthopedic, uh, we may want to have the, a screen up there talking about knee replacement or a sprained ankle or something. Uh, something of interest while you're sitting there waiting. And then at the same time, we may have a screen up there about employee of the month and what that person did. 
Uh, and we could change that out right here from Mosaic. And that screen could be located anywhere in the world yeah. as long as there's an internet connection. So it's a, we have these screens up right now in various locations around Bradford. Uh, so you may bump into one sometime. You know, it's interesting. I, I had this conversation yesterday with uh, people and how they change. And remember back in the 40s and 50s when TV came out, we weren't getting a lot of messages and there wasn't any, much marketing. It was just advertisements. And now with technology, there's so many messages being blurped out every minute all over yep. the place. It really has affected a lot of attitudes. It's very interesting. And so, yep. you know, I could see where technology in your business is like key, the key thing to what, what the future lies for you. So it's obviously an important part of it. Al, I, uh, knowing you um, over the years, I've known your group. You have a great group of employees that are very nice to work with. Tell us and tell the employers, employees out there, what are the things that you do to keep this culture and keep this group of employees close? Uh, well, I think... I look at this group of people as a family, really. And we're uh, all working together. We all have things that we got to put food on the table. We got car payments. We got mortgage payments. We want to go on vacation and you know, on and on. We want the latest in, in a computer, whatever it may be. So I like to treat the people as if they were family. That's number one. Number two... Uh, communication is key. Try to communicate and be transparent to the employees. Uh, the other thing is ethical behavior is key because if you want your employees to treat you ethically, you got they got you got to set the example. But not only your employees, but with your clients. What anyone you run in, run, you know, run up against, you know, you want to have an ethical uh, behavior, uh, and you want to make sure that's displayed. Do unto others as you do to you, as you like to have done to you. So have and, an ethical behavior. Yeah, and and we can fair, fair pay. Pardon me. Uh, yeah, no, we can see it in your firm when we work with with your employees. Yeah, fair pay. You got to pay people a fair wage, uh, and you got to give them recognition when they do a good job. It's always compliment in public and criticize in private. So when someone does something good, make sure everyone knows that that person did something good. And when someone did something you don't like, you don't have to tell the world about it, but you could straighten that out one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, so, Well, you, 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 you do treat them well because I've seen in public when we've gotten together and you've done demonstrations and your employees been there, everybody is having a good time. Al, I want to shift from you as a business owner and a, a businessman to more about your services and how Mosaic works. 
And just tell the audience your key services so they have an idea what Mosaic's doing. Okay. Uh, Mosaic is a little is a little unique in the uh, sandbox that we play in. Uh, we have none of our competitors really do what we do. Uh, we have a variety of products to help a uh, client develop their business. So all, what I'm looking at is helping you create a better business for yourself. And what can we do to help you do that? Um, so Mosaic, not many people realize this, but we, we don't have one website. We have six websites. Think about that. Why do we have six websites? Because of the depth of products that we have. So I, one, of, one of the things we do is digital marketing. And that is websites, search engine optimization, social media advertising. Uh, those are the types of things that fall out under digital marketing. Email marketing is another one. Uh, so one of our employees, this fellow Marcel Blanchett, uh, he is a Google certified partner. So he's recognized by Google as an advertising expert in regards to internet marketing. So we have a website that's strictly devoted to digital marketing. So one of the things we do is digital marketing and the product lines under that are what I just went over with you. Now we, there's, first of all, a client, when they come to our website, they don't wanna know if they're interested in, you know, in us helping them do a website, they don't care that we do printing. They don't wanna do printing, they wanna do a website. So if I try to blend in all these different product lines into one website, it would be very confusing. And the other thing is the competitors we have, they don't do websites and printing as an example. They just do websites or they just do printing. All right, so this is the theory behind this. So we have six websites, as I mentioned to you. I went over one. So, and I hit indicated another one, which is printing. So we have a, another website that's dedicated to printing. We have another website that's dedicated to traditional marketing. Instead of the digital marketing, the traditional marketing side. We have another website that's dedicated to nonprofit marketing. Nonprofits market to their people, you know, they're, they're, they touch different people than most businesses. They touch donors volunteers and whatever mission they're on, they touch those people. A mission could be if they're a nonprofit, could be helping, uh, they have a food kitchen that they wanna help people in need. Uh, and so there's a, they touch upon different people. They manage their business, their business model is different. So we have a, a website that's strictly dedicated to their issues nonprofit marketing issues. Then we have a, 
uh, signage. We do signage, building signage. So we do in, internal signage as well as external signage. And we have installers. Signage has nothing to do with digital marketing, has nothing to do with nonprofit marketing, but it does have to do with marketing. And so we have a signage website. And then finally, we have the digital signage. This is the newest product line. We have a website that's strictly dedicated to digital signage and how you would utilize that in your business. And so you've segmented the different markets you have to keep them purposely separate because you don't want to confuse someone who's looking for printing and they see all this other stuff on there that all of a sudden there's a lot of noise on a, on a website because you offer so many things, which I think is uh, pretty smart, actually. Yeah, that's exactly, you're exactly right about the noise aspect. We want yeah. to get away yeah. from that. Yeah, because people get confused. They go to a website, they can't find what they're looking for. And all of a sudden they, well, this is not the type of person I can work with because I, I don't see what he's doing. Yeah, I get that. And um, and yes, you, you do great websites because I've been there looking at the websites for different services that you offer. And they, they're very clear. And it's a very good marketing uh, strategy. And if I had to bring up a good strategy, that's exactly what you do well is to bring up strategies that work. Um, so Al, you know, tell us a little bit about the process. When someone calls you about whatever services they want, what's your process to work with a client? Well, we, we got to get to know what their, uh, you know, what their business is about a little bit. I'm not going to be managing their business, but we got to know a little bit about their business model. And because we're concentrated on the marketing aspects, we're not doing their, we're not a CPA firm, you know, working on their financials. We're working on their marketing. Uh, so we want to know the people they're cultivating, their client base. And uh, then we want to know what they, successes, what tactics what marketing tactics they put in place that were successful and what marketing tactics they put in place that they weren't successful with. That's basically the, like the beginning of the process, uh, trying to understand their business model, their client base, and what was successful and what wasn't successful in the past from a marketing point of view. And I, I'm assuming that uh, as you work with people, who let's say hire you for one specific marketing job that because you do an array of things that you obviously have continuation with client relationships in other marketing strategies over the years with the same client, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely true. Yeah. And we start off like a client could come in here and they want, Oh, I want a digital screen. I want, you know, in my, uh, in my waiting room or in my restaurant and wherever. And that leads to other things. Oh, I need, I need you. Uh, I need business cards. Yeah. I need appointment cards. I need a flyer. I need a billboard. We, we print business cards, to billboards over here. Yeah. I mean, so we, we can do billboards. I, so it, it leads into so many different things that we can help people with. 
and they don't have to go to many places. They could go one place and get every get a lot of their stuff, their marketing stuff done at one 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 stop marketing shop, basically. Al, you know, um, you give so much back to the community as a business owner. Um, I wonder if that's not just part of your journey because you're a giver. Um, you know, you almost have two roles here, that of a businessman, but you give back. I mean, there's not an, an event going on in our town that I haven't seen you sponsor. And so tell us a little bit about that giving part of you. Well, I think, you know, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, uh, remember I mentioned we have a, a, a nonprofit. Uh, yes website so we we concentrate on the nonprofit area when you get into that all these nonprofits they all have a mission to help humanity it's it's I got I want to help this person that has this physical problem I want to help this person that has this financial problem uh, you know it goes on and on uh, it's always trying to help people uh, I want to try to help a People have been abused, uh, spousal abuse. I mean, I could go on and on with all of these different missions that they have. And once you get into this and see what's going on out there in the world, you start to feel that I would like to help people out too. Uh, so people could remember me. And like you brought up that, Al, you're involved with so many nonprofits and you give back to the community. I want people to recognize that I do that. And uh, and you can only do that. You got to walk the walk. You, you know, yeah. you got to do it. And, and you do. And um, uh, I, I think it's great. And you know what? That's the what, uh, what I call uh, having balance in your life. Um, uh, the whole person where not only are you running a wonderful business, you're a good businessman, you offer great services, but you give back to the community. So the trickle down is that there's so many good benefits by you being in business from employees to the community to revenue being generated. So it's a, it's a really a good way. And I've noticed that, Al, and I do want to thank you because you are a big part of this community. Um, one thing I noticed working with Al over the years, he's always prepared. Uh, when we were doing some work with Al, our group, we had 10 people to satisfy. And Al had us in his office, all of us. And he had us all prepared uh, and put us, he, he made us, uh, he created a unity amongst 10 people that had diff <laughs> 10 different ideas, but Al right. was prepared to do that. So you do that very well with clients. And my point here is that if anybody's looking for a, a service or a project to do in the marketing area that Al's talked about, you're going to find Al and his team are so prepared that uh, they'll make you think of things you haven't even thought about. Um uh, but he's a great he's a great leader, um, and he really is very well prepared. Uh, Al, you covered you. a lot for us. And uh, is there uh, anything else you'd like to add before we end the airing here? Well, I uh, want to thank you again for the kind remarks that you made about our company and our team. And uh, it's very nice 
to hear those remarks. Uh, and the other thing is I wanna, I'm very fortunate to have met you because I know that, you know, we talk about what we do, but I, I know what you do and you do a similar thing. You well, try to help people, you know, uh, in their life, in their business life, retain the value of, of what they created all their life. And uh, you have a lot of followers. You've got a lot of people that believe in you. And I know that for a fact because people that you work with have talked to me about your expertise. So it's a pleasure knowing you as well. Uh, well, thank you, Al. Um, you know, I, uh, in my book, uh, Unlocking Your Business DNA, I talk about the strategies that you've been talking about today as being just part of what you need to do to become successful because becoming successful is not as easy as people think it is. That's a lot of work. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, uh, every morning I see your that garage door open and you're ready to work and you don't miss a day. So you put a lot of time in and, um, so, Al, if uh, anybody listening would like to contact Mosaic or you, uh, can you tell us how we would do that? Well, yeah, this, uh, first of all, we have a phone number. And uh, like you said, Tom, we're always here. Uh, so the phone number is we're located in Brantford. Uh, we're located right across the street from Goodwill, which is right on Route 1. And the phone number here is 203-483-4598. And I would contact Lucia, and she's on extension 308. And I uh, contact her, and she'll make sure you are taken care of. Uh, so th that's probably the easiest way. Uh, okay. You could go on the internet. You can go on the internet as well. If you search on the internet for printing, digital signs, uh, marketing, we will come up on page one, more than likely. And and I will uh, put in the show notes all the contact information, the website and email for Lucia, the whole deal. So you'll be able to do that. But Al, um, gee whiz, I, I want to thank you so much for taking your busy schedule and um I appreciate it very much. And I know our listeners are uh, getting a good lesson on a veteran business owner that's been successful for decades. So thanks so much for taking the time, Al. Well, thank you for, again for having me. It's a pleasure. You're welcome, Al. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. It was a good show today. And uh, if you would help us out by subscribing, click a like. Uh, if you have any ideas or thoughts that you would like to share with us, please email me at tperone, that's P-E-R-R-O-N-E, at N-E-C-G-G-I-N-C dot com. And if you are a business owner or you know business owners that would like to participate on our show, certainly let me know. We certainly welcome everyone who is a business owner to help people out there that are running businesses with great ideas and strategies to make them successful. So again, thanks for tuning in. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. 
Whenever you're ready to grow and protect your business while creating more balance in your life, here are three steps you can take. One, subscribe to this podcast. To request a free copy of Tom's newly published book, Unlocking Your Business DNA, email Tom at tperone at necgginc.com. And on the subject line, type DNA. Include your mailing address. And thirdly, take the one-minute scorecard and report to see how efficient you are in your business planning. Email tperone at necgginc.com and request scorecard. For additional information, click the show notes.